as Christians, we're sometimes so busy living in the light of the resurrection, the story with the happy ending, that we're not quite sure what to do with Good Friday. But it's important that we enter into the disciples' experience of that day. Their fear, their disappointment, their doubts, their despair. We all have days like that, I suppose. And for some, it's more than days. Behold, periods of time. And if not, we would be quite unable to empathise with and minister to people who do have days like that. Easter Sunday only makes sense in the light of Good Friday. Not every day ends well. Good Friday didn't. Not for the disciples. Not at the time. I've written this poem uh, to help us see that day through the eyes of those first disciples. It's called, He's Down. Stanza 1. He fell. Mark 14.35 He's down. The Lord is down. We saw him fall in the olive grove beside that flint-built wall, a stone's throw from the place where we were sat to watch with him, or sleep, as it turned out, wearied as we were by this troubled week. At first he fell down to his knees, cried out in agony down there among the olive trees, then, face down on Gethsemane's parched ground, he shouted, shouted loud enough to wake the dead. And with that strangled signal of distress, all hope we might have had was lost. With our own eyes we saw, knew for certain, knew for sure that he was down. The Lord was down and all was lost. Stanza 2. Everyone deserted him. Mark 14.50. He's down. The Lord is down. And quickly now a host, a red-necked crowd led by one of us, a friend, pile in and force him down. Now Peter, moved by misplaced love, brings out a sword to fight for him. The master lifts his hands on high, a helpless gesture in reply to his all-too-ready-to-die fisherman, his foolish fisherman, called to fish and not to fight. He now rebukes his friend for doing so, whispering on the evening air, No, Peter, no, this is not the way that I must go. Put down your sword or perish. For these you see before you, truly, these are not my foe. And we, we up and flee. We run away like frightened rabbits running from the light of day, running into darkness, running to be free. The tumult dies, and he, alone, clothed in humility, is led away,
to another place where he must face this world's authority. Stanza 3 This is the man, John 19, 5. He's down. The Lord is down. Dragged before the high priest now where many bear false witness telling how he'd said the present order was to change that he'd bring down this house upon their head. Then, on his claim to be the anointed one, God's Messiah, blessed be his name, the high priest tears his robe, says he is done, that at first light he must be gone for judgment of his blasphemy. And so they bring him there very early, before the governor's seat. The prisoner, calm, inscrutable, lifts his eyes to meet Pilate's icy stare. One stands, one sits, two contrary worlds meeting there. And Pilate, Pilate, <laughs> though he be Rome incarnate in this place, a puzzled frown anoints his brow, uncertainty commands his darkened face. The balance is swinging silently in the chill morning air as the crowd waits on tiptoe expectantly for Caesar's man to declare. While Pilate wills to let him go, the mob disputes his will, tells him this cannot be so, that Jesus for his sin must die. Crucify! With one voice they cry, Crucify! Spit on him, strip him, strike him down, clothe him in purple and a thorny crown. Mercy is weakness, Caesar is Lord. Pilate's resistance breaks with that word. So, what if he's innocent and the witness has lied? It's the will of the people. Have your way with him. Take him. Let him be crucified. Stanza 4. There they crucified him. John nineteen eighteen. He's down. The Lord is down. Soldiers lead him through the city gate. Women weep, declare their love, bewildered at the master's fate. Others still who wish him ill are calling curses down on him. Unreason claims the minds of men, conforms them to unreason's will. Close by, outside the city wall, a little hill stands stark against the morning sky, the Roman execution ground, the place where criminals in disgrace are brought before the world to die. There, flesh is firmly fixed to wood by hammer-driven nail, by manly muscle then upright stood. The prospect shuts the mouths of men as all hearts fail. He speaks now, but sparsely. 
he mostly holds his tongue, but the words he speaks are gentle. Forgiveness to those who harm him, a promise to the thief beside him, a new son for the mother who's losing him. Even now he knows only kindness, as he has done all along. He calls out to his father, words difficult to understand, asking, why has he been forsaken? Why does he feel like an orphan, like a stranger, lost in a strange land? It's clear to those around him that his life is ebbing fast, but summoning one final effort he utters a loud cry it is finished bows his head breathes his last the land is immersed in darkness the light of our life is no more the earth convulses in torment creation's protest a crescendo of chaos and violent uproar. Then silence, dumbfounded silence. Stanza five. So Joseph took down the body, Mark 1546. He's down, the Lord is down. Rough Soldiers lift his lifeless form and gently bear him to the ground. He's down, their captain whispers, his voice shrunk strangely small, not like a soldier now at all. He's down, he's yours, what's left of him. Only the women witness this, and John, the man he loved, and Joseph too, Joseph the Pharisee, who, risking Pilate's wrath, went to petition him, begging that he might be allowed to do all that decency required him to. Evening draws near, and time is short. But this little band will stand silent and still dumbstruck on the blood-stained soil of this little hill and there surround the lifeless form of the man once hailed as king fallen now forever now beyond man's reach Beyond man's reckoning. Stanza 6. They lay Jesus there. John nineteen forty two. He's down. The Lord is down. And now one last indignity. Having no place to call his own Nowhere to lay his head, he is carried to a nearby garden where a fresh-hewn tomb is readied to receive the newly dead. 
Grave clothes and spices dress him now in haste as the sun hangs low. The women weep at a distance, but soon must make ready to go. The stone is rolled, the grave is sealed, the silent city, the empty field, all lie saddened by our calamity. What's left for us as night draws in, except to hurry home, to bolt the doors, to hide, to force down food and drink, then lie awake, replaying in our sleepless dreams the horrors of this day. We had hoped that he would be the one to rescue us from Rome, sent by God to set us free. Now we are left bereft, bewildered and alone. This day they took our Lord away and darkness claimed its victory.